Welcome to the Knit British Podcast. Knit British takes you on a journey exploring all the connections of Britishness in wool and knitting. And I am your tour guide on that journey, Louise Scully. Knit British and love local wool. It is only one month until the Edinburgh Yarn Festival, so this episode is dedicated to all things EYF, including reviews, news and giveaways. Even if you can't make it to the Edinburgh Yarn Festival this year, there is something in the show for you. So grab a whip, grab a drink and let's get going. Today, Knit British is sponsored by the Edinburgh Yarn Festival. Scotland's premier knitting event is being held from the 17th to the 20th of March. Four days of classes with world-class tutors, a packed marketplace on the Friday and Saturday with handpicked vendors, meetups, demos and the Blacker Yarns podcast lounge in association with Knit British. The Edinburgh Yarn Festival is a must on any yarn lover's calendar. If you haven't already, then do sign up for their newsletter at edinyarnfest.com to find out first about tickets for the Friday night entertainment at Edinburgh Yarn Festival. Listening to the show today to find out exactly what's going to be happening and hear about a very exciting publication. Don't you remember I told you there's a Hello and welcome to episode 54 of the Ed- of the Edinburgh Yarn Festival podcast. Well, actually, that's probably not so much of a lie because today's episode is very heavily themed around Edinburgh Yarn Festival. But this is the Knit British podcast and you are very welcome here, whether you are a new listener or a returning listener alike. It's always lovely to have you around. Before I get on to talking about the Edinburgh Yarn Festival, I just want to say thank you to all of you for your wonderful feedback and comments since the last episode, particularly of your survey responses and telling me some of you in very unique ways, what you enjoy about Knit British and I am so very grateful for your feedback and I will be sharing some of your ideas and some of the findings and some of the future plans for Knit British in due course. Now I must tell you to keep your antibacterial gel at hand today because I've had the lurgy and you can probably still hear it in my voice and I'm, now I'm mostly safe um, and and not passing germs on, I don't think, but I'm sure if you maintain um, a safe distance, you'll be fine. Uh, Regardless of that, I hope you are all well and cheery and no one else is suffering from the lurgy. This episode, as I mentioned at the outset there, I am celebrating the fact that it, it is one month until the Edinburgh Yarn Festival. Oh my God, I can't quite believe it. And Today on the show, I have some exciting podcast lounge news for you, as well as some very exclusive revelations about this year's Edinburgh Yarn Festival, as well as a preview of one or two of the vendors um, who are going to be there uh, by way of a a book review and uh, some yarn giveaways and a yarn review. So even if you can't make it to Edinburgh, 
there is a lot in this show for you that you can still get involved with. None of the things, pretty much, that I'm talking about today are exclusively only going to be available at Edinburgh Iron Festival. So even if you're sitting there listening going, I wish you would stop talking about Edinburgh Iron Festival, sorry, not going to happen. But there are things in this episode uh, that you can enjoy. And as I said, I've got some giveaways for you. I've got a book review of Fiona Alice's Take Heart. I've got a review of the very exciting Tamar yarn from Blackers that's about to launch early next month and lots more so let's get on with the show. First up thank you so much for all of those of you who said you enjoyed my bookle review of the last episode. Since that episode Kate has revealed that the current project she is working on is all centred on haps. And if you are a, a Knit British listener of old, you will know that haps are of big interest here at Knit British. And I've been really excited about this project ever since I first heard about it last year and was chomping at the bit for her to release some more details on it. So Kate and her friend and designing colleague Jen Arnold Culliford have commissioned hap designs from 13 designers and um, the book is also going to feature essays and conversations of which we now expect from fantastic Kate Davies books and I am just so excited about it and I just think well, you you know from listening to the podcast and if you took part in the HAP along last year that HAPs are just the business. It's, it's for me, it's the history of them and the sort of how they were a very practical garment, uh, not made from the best wool, just made for practical reasons to keep women warm, wrap up, um, and then have become an evolved and uh, you can get such beautiful fine lace versions and modern takes and contemporary twists on the classic um, construction. And if you don't know what a hap is, get over onto knitbritish.net and look up uh, the hap along there. There are lots of posts about it. Um, Or Google, you know, Google's a thing. Um, So excited that Kate's now announced the hap book and uh, is looking for help from you as well. If you have a hap-related story or anecdote or tale, you can email Kate at haps, H-A-P-S, at katedaviesdesigns.com and impart your your happy tales um, to her. And I'm really looking forward to that book and I know that you guys will be as well. We wait with eager anticipation. Kate is also going to be vending at Edinburgh Yarn Festival and is going to have, I hear, oodles of buccal yarn for you to behold. Um, So if you can't get to Edinburgh Yarn Festival, um, do remember that the Kate's shop, shopkdd.com, updates with yarn every Sunday. So you're not going to miss out if you don't get to Edinburgh Yarn Festival. I'm really pleased um, as well that Kate's going to be there because she doesn't 
vend at uh, shows uh, very often. So this is really lovely that she's going to be vending at Edinburgh Yarn Festival. Um, and because she's so generous and also kind, um, Kate has given us an epistrophied kit as a prize. And it's in the squall uh, colour of Buchel and also the new shade Furs. And you sort of grello yellow lovers will be excited and you British wool lovers should be excited too. It's a lovely kit and uh, it consists of a skein of squall, a skein of furs and a lovely little um, drawstring project bag and the winner will also receive a digital copy of the epistrophied hat pattern uh, via Ravelry and all you need to do to, to be in the chance of winning is go over to the Ravelry group for Knit British and find the Furs Heed giveaway. I've called it Furs Heed because I just, I don't know. Because <laughs> sometimes I feel like my head is full of furs. Um, but yes, yeah, so go over to the Knit British Ravelry group, find the Furs Heed giveaway thread and follow the instructions there. I'm going to keep this giveaway open until Monday the 7th of March. The winner will be drawn at random via random.org and I will be notifying the winner soon thereafter. Very good luck to you and thank you so much to Kate for a lovely prize. Um, it, I kind of want to keep it for myself, but I shan't. I'll, 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 I'll give it away eventually after I finish squishing it. Also vending at Edinburgh Yarn Festival this year is Fiona Alice. And Fiona is a designer who is originally from Nova Scotia in Canada. And she's recently collaborated with Pom Pom to release Take Heart, A Transatlantic Knitting Journey. This publication is Pom Pom Quarterly's first foray into publishing for Pom Pom Press. And they kindly sent me a copy to review and and give away. The book traces a path across the Atlantic from Nova Scotia to the UK, where Fiona now lives and works. On first look, if we judge a book by its cover, if you're the kind of person who does that, of course, if you know Pom Pom Quarterly, you'll know what to expect in terms of the size of this book. It's exactly the same size as, as Pom Pom Quarterly. It has the same fantastic paper quality, paper stock. And the layout um, is very similar too, with beautiful illustrations by Fiona herself and hand-drawn schematics. And the photography of the for the book is by Juju Vale. And it captures Fiona's designs uh, in beautiful locations, woods and by the seashore and around the sort of the Welsh coast. There are 11 patterns, uh, three hats, two mitts, a pair of socks, leg warmers, a cowl, a headband and two shawl wraps. All of these things, all of these designs have huge connections to place for, for Fiona and for me this is a big tick. I love to see patterns from designers and and hear about where their inspiration has come from and um, how this design came about and what impetus to design. I love to know that. I love having that information and it really adds an extra layer to 
the design and the item for me. Um, Take Heart is fantastic for this. There's an introduction to each design about that inspiration and also about um, the yarn choices, which is just lovely. Um, it's a lovely addition. Lots of British yarn companies uh, are, are, um, are included. Toft and the Border Mill and Kettle Yarn Company, John Arbin, uh, The Uncommon Thread. It's really lovely to read about that sort of collaboration of yarn and design and the reasons why the yarn was chosen to, to show off that design. Um, in terms of pattern layout, again, fans of Pom Pom will appreciate this. And something that I always appreciate about Pom Pom is how the, these patterns are laid out. It's never, all too often, I'm not naming any names, knitting magazines, but all too often, knitting magazines cram instructions into really thin columns. And I just don't get that. It just does not make the pattern a joy for me to knit. I like nice margins, nice nice space layout. Um, and there are columns in, in Take Heart, but it's just, it's just beautifully set out. The same way as you would expect any pom-pom pattern style layout. Um, a joy to read. Um, margins, spacing, font size, those things are really important to me. I know they're important to a lot of other people too. The photography is gorgeous. As I said, Juju Vale um, has done the photography for this um, this book. And what I really like about this is that the, the photography is that it's all in beautiful settings. No getting away from that. But the focus is very much on the gorgeous knitwear. And again, another thing that kind of annoys me about some knitting magazines, the focus can be on the model's face or the model and not on what they're wearing. Um, and this is this is gorgeous. This really shows off the designs um, beautifully, I think. As for the designs, um, I think it's safe to say there's something for everyone in this. There's cabling, colour work, uh, textured stitches aplenty. I love how I can sort of feel the warmth from the designs just by looking at them. Again, that's probably uh, the fantastic um, uh, juxtaposition of the yarn as well um, with with the designs, but and and you know I'm a, quite a fan of a textured stitch as you know. Caswell hat and mitts immediately jumped out at me. They have a raised geometric shapes, um, sort of like arrows, and to me they echo the how stockinette looks. You know the little rows of arrows. And it just, it looks so beautifully bold. Just what you can do with knits and pearls. I mean, that's what I love about knitting. You know, lots of people will say, oh, I can't do that stitch. Or I can't, can't, you know, I can't do this stitch. Or I can't do that stitch. Knitting is only two stitches. Knitting and purling. And it's what you do with those those two things. And and this is shown off really well in the Caswell Bay set. Um, Three Cliffs Stole. Uh, which is knit in John Arbin Viola, which is a fantastically squishy Falkland Merino yarn. And that uh, features a geometric design um, 
with a reversed stockinette stitch background. Again, textured stitches, hello. The central design looks very similar to the Eye of God um, Gansey diamond pattern, uh, which is really lovely. And uh, there are Isle designs as well, which sort of echo the design of the Caswell set. And the textures are just incredible. I, um, I really love that. And, and, you know, as I say, I've knit with Viola before and it's a really delightfully soft squashy yarn that is just going to be so delightful in in a stole. It's going to be so warm. As I say, it's just such a lovely collection presented so well. The fact that it's all accessories too is is a really nice thing. The socks, uh, Lunenberg Harbour socks. Um, I really like them. They've they've got again this all this textural reverse stockinette and slip stitches. It's just so pleasing to knit. Never mind wear wear and look at. I just I I do love patterning that really holds your interest as you're going along and you can watch it form as you knit. Of course, there's also color work as I mentioned the Martinique beach cowl in sweet Georgia worsted weight yarn. Just lots of lovely small geometric uh, colour work designs. And again, that lovely arrow slash what I keep referring to as sort of stockinette reminiscent um, design is in there, which is just lovely. It's a real feeling of movement in it um, with the, with that design as well. Um, yeah, Take Heart, a transatlantic knitting journey that's going to look fantastic in your knitting pile and on your coffee table. It is not just a journey through knitting, it's a journey through place and through design and through fibre and texture and it is a very lovely book to behold and I think, as I've said, there is something for every knitter. It costs £14.50 and you can buy it via pompommag.com and various stockists, although as I've said, uh, Pom Pom and Fiona Alice are going to be at Edinburgh Yarn Festival, so you can make a purchase while you're at, while you're at Edinburgh Yarn Festival. The next venture for Pom Pom Press, the next publication, is going to be the Interpretations ebooks by Vera Valmaki and Hoki Locatelli, and exceedingly exciting if you've seen the collaborations between Vera and Hoki there are some really uh, incredible um, designs there and they're just about to launch the third ebook as well and the interpretation series has just been digital collection but thanks to Pom Pom Press we shall soon have interpretations to hold in our hands and love in that very same pom-pom style that we all know and love so very much looking forward to that I'm not quite sure when that's going to be released um as I said pom-pom are going to be at Edinburgh and hopefully Lydia from the Pomcast, which is the the pom-pom quarterly podcast if you didn't already know I've spoken about it on the podcast before um she's hoping to come to the podcaster meetup in the podcast lounge on uh, the Friday and Saturday if she can get away from her stall. But if she can't get away from her stall, then you must find the pom-pom stall at Edinburgh Yarn Festival and go over and say hello. I want to say thank you very much to Amy at Pom Pom for sending me Take Heart to have a little look at. And generous 
and uh, lovely and uh, as they are over at Pom Pom Quarterly, they've given us this copy to give away. And so, if you're taking part in the Nature Shades Along, Take Heart is going to be in one of the prizes and it's going to be in a bundle from me with some fantastic Lammermuir Shetland wool and other goodies. So thank you so much to Pom Pom Quarterly and um, to Fiona Alice uh, from the Take Heart collection. Edinburgh Yarn Festival, being today's sponsor, have some big, exciting news to share. If you really don't want to hear about Edinburgh Yarn Festival because you can't go, this is probably a section that's not going to interest you so much. But as I've said, there are um, aspects to this which you don't have to be going to the Edinburgh Yarn Festival to enjoy. So I'm giving you the option to fast forward now if you so wish. Having said that, I know that there are lots of you who can't go but love to live vicariously through uh, the podcast and what I'm telling you about. So um, if you're happy to stick around, that's great too. Um, Firstly, you might have seen on social media that there is going to be a pre-Edinburgh Yarn Festival knit night at Aqua at Fountain Bridge. Now, this is a cafe bar and... Uh, it's open to the public and from four o'clock till seven o'clock on Thursday the 17th of March there's going to be a, a nice get-together before the Edinburgh Yarn Festival kicks off in the marketplace the next day. So if you're if you're doing one of the classes on Thursday this might be a really lovely place to stop off after um, you've done your workshop. It's also just great if you're meeting Ravelry friends or social media friends or if you're travelling to Edinburgh Yarn Festival alone and want to get sociable, this is going to be the perfect opportunity. Also, if you have uh, booked your tickets online, you will be able to pick up your Edinburgh Yarn Festival wristband at Aqua. If you want to attend, it's free, absolutely free, uh, but as Aqua is a public cafe bar, Um, They would like an idea of how many people are going to be there um, for numbers. So you are kindly asked uh, to book via edinyarnfest.com and I'll put a link in the show notes on how to do that just to say that you're coming basically. There's no cost to you um, apart from buying your own drinks etc. I think this is a lovely idea and I will be definitely uh, going and it'll be great to get into the Edinburgh Yarn Festival spirit. Uh, Talking about sociableness and getting into the spirit, I can also tell you some super exciting news about the entertainment that will be provided on the evening of Friday the 18th of March at the Corn Exchange. Last year, they brought you the cabaret. This year, they're going to be hosting a Kaylee. Yes, with a Kaylee band, uh, the Picts, the Fool Hoo-Ha. So get your kilts and your tartan and your Highland dress at the ready because it's going to be awesome. I can't wait. And I know lots of you are going to be excited. I'm already thinking about where can I buy a swingy skirt. Like last year, the evening entertainment will have separate tickets. So if you want to go to the Cayley, you need to book a ticket. And the details will be 
released on the Edinburgh Yarn Festival website very soon. If you have signed up to the mailing list, uh, then you will probably hear about it first. Um, but otherwise, keep an eye on edinyarnfest.com for news of this. There's going to be two different kinds of tickets. One ticket, you can also enjoy a supper of haggis, neeps and tatties. There will be veggie options uh, as well. Uh, before the Kaylee, and I just think this is a lovely nod to Burns Nights and sort of dinner dances uh, and things like that. So if you are looking for uh, the full Kaylee experience, there will be tickets for um, um, Hikes, Neeps and Tatty Supper. Um, and there will also be just Kaylee only tickets. Now, I'm really excited about that. <laughs> um for anyone who's not been to Kaylee before, don't worry. Um, if you don't know how to do any of the dances, the reels, the jigs, the waltzes, anything like that, Kayleys are always a whole heap of fun. Uh, generally, there is a caller who will give you a rundown of how to do all the dances and sort of take you through it step by step. And as I say, it's always good fun. I've not been to a Cayley in Edinburgh that I haven't, or anywhere actually, but especially in Edinburgh that I haven't enjoyed, like these kind of um, Cayley band corporate event kind of things. As I've said, the band are called The Picts and I think there was a link uh, I can share with you for them and in addition to doing the traditional Cayley music uh, they're, they're also known to do a bit of Celtic rock so I think it's going to be no, I know it's going to be a whole lot of fun. And for those of you who don't like to dance, but like to tap your feet and knit at the same time, I'm sure there's going to be ample ability to sit and do that as well. I just think what better way to enjoy Edinburgh Yarn Festival than with a proper fun dancey Kaylee. I just know that there's going to be a lot of excitement about this. So if you are listening to this and you think, oh my God, yeah, I really want to go to that Kaylee, then you must keep an eye on the Edinburgh Yarn Festival website um, because the tickets will be going on sale very soon. This is also a really good opportunity. If you're coming to Edinburgh for the festival, maybe you're bringing loved ones with you who don't like the knitting so much. This is, this is nice for them too, isn't it? To enjoy a little slice of entertainment. So that is... The Edinburgh Yarn Festival Cayley on the evening of Friday the 18th of March. It's going to be at the Corn Exchange, exactly the same place as the whole vendor marketplace is going to be uh, in the same, in the breakout area where the cabaret was last year. And even more exclusively, like you are really getting the good stuff today, my dears. I can tell you that this year you will be able to buy an Edinburgh Yarn Festival companion souvenir magazine. Joe and Mika are producing a high quality publication, top quality content and uh, with articles. There's going to be patterns by Isolde, by Gudrun Johnson, by Carrie Westerman, by uh, Lucy Haig and by the Edinburgh Yarn Festival team themselves. It's going to be full of beautiful photography and the uh, yarns used, the patterns designed, the models, the photographer, the content is all sourced from within Scotland. It's going to be incredibly limited edition, 
There's only 2,000 copies being printed. Next week, you will be able to pre-order your copy um, via the Edinburgh Yarn Festival website. And it's a hard copy magazine. Uh, Along with the hard copy, you get a digital download. It will not be available as digital only. And it's going to cost £8. £8 for all of that is a phenomenal price and granted I've only just seen the front cover but you're gonna love it um the fact that everything included in it is all sourced from within Scotland is fantastic absolutely fantastic you're all going to be, all these things I'm, I'm saying, the details are coming soon. You're going to be glued to edinyarnfest.com. I know you are. Refreshing, refreshing, refreshing. Any that aren't sold in pre-order will be available at Edinburgh Yarn Festival, but only on a first-come, first-served basis. When it's gone, it really is gone. It's a very limited edition and something quite special, I, I fully believe. Now, would you like some podcast lounge news? The Black Irons Podcast Lounge, in association with me, Knit British, uh, is going to be open for all your lounging, relaxing, chatty, sociable needs. On the 18th and 19th of March, I have lots of news to tell you. Um, So what you might want to do is sit with your finger on the pause button uh, and pause after each one I tell you about because... Uh, You might want to do a little dance, make a little noise. Let's leave the getting down tonight to one side. But it's, you know, it's exciting. It's a lot to take in. I grant you, this is an exciting episode. Um, Firstly, I think I totally neglected to tell you something very, 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 very exciting indeed. Um, For those of you who were at Edinburgh Yarn Festival last year, you will know that we had a lovely big couch area and in the rest of the alcove that we were in, there was a photo booth and there was a a sort of recording booth, um, which wasn't very good. Um, This year, we're making much better use of that space. We're still going to have all those sofas. We're going to have a table for doing sessions. And Blacker Yarns are going to be in the podcast lounge with their stall. A mere yarns ball throw from where you are doing all your relaxing and lounging and uh, being sociable. And I'm quite excited about that. I will not be made responsible for any enabling that you get, you know, from listening to this podcast or being in the podcast lounge. Uh, but I will want to see what you've bought from Black Eye Yarns. <laughs> and let's remember, you know, that, that they have great yarns. One of them I'm going to be telling you about shortly. Their brand new yarn, Tamar, is going to be there. Last year, in the podcast lounge, we also had a little programme of events, bringing you sort of uh, a little idea of the podcasters' shows that were hosting the events. Um, And important to me, they had to be sort of shortish sessions, drop-in, drop-out kind of feel, something that worked within the larger Edinburgh Yarn Festival. And this year, we have more of the same. I'll have the full list of events for you very soon next month. Um, It will be going on the Edinburgh Yarn Festival website. 
And I'll, I'll be going into it in more detail in the next episode, but I want to give you a little rundown of the podcasters that you will see there and what you can expect uh, in the lounge and in the lounge sessions. We have, in no particular order this is, I'm just, you know, um, we've got Miss Shiny Bees, Joe Milmine, award-winning podcaster. She's going to be offering a session and I wonder if she'll take her most engaged audience award with her. Wouldn't that be nice? Because her most engaged audience are going to be there, really. Some of them are anyway. So yeah, Joe's going to be offering a session on the Friday afternoon. I'll tell you more about that next time. Of course, Lacey to my Cagney, Louise Hunt of Caithness Craft. She's coming. She's going to be there for the whole weekend this time. Uh, last last year, she could only come um, on the Saturday. She could only be there on the Saturday, but she's we've got her for the whole weekend. And I'm very pleased. And I've put her to work. Don't you worry about that. I've put her to work. Um, she is going to be doing, uh, we're going to be doing something kind of fun in terms of uh, games and party tricks. Uh, <laughs> that's probably not a very good description. Um, we're also going to be, uh, she's also going to be offering a session uh, on on Friday afternoon. And uh, we're going to be doing a bit of a Q&A on the Saturday afternoon. I'll come back to that. Um, of course, Blacker Yarns Podcast Lounge, hosted by Nick British, would not be half as awesome if there was not some special British rule sessions hosted by me and Sonia from Blacker Yarns. This is going to be held on both days from 11 till 12. There will be lots of yarn squishing. There will be lots to learn. Uh, Sonia and I are working up a swatch for Renzi. Uh, and there will be yarn tasting similar to last year. Um, but it's safe to say we've got something new up our sleeves for 2016. And I'll tell you a lot more about it in the next episode but if you're interested in British wool uh, or interested in trying it for the first time and want to know what British wool can do then come over to the podcast lounge on from 11 till 12 on Friday and Saturday um, bring your wool questions and we're gonna have a fantastic woolly time my fellow Knit Now Online Knitter of the Year, Jolie, uh, formerly of Jolie's Kitchen, now of Jolie Creates, uh, she's coming to Edinburgh Yarn Festival. Last year she was a vendor. This time she is just coming as a just, I say just, she is coming as a podcaster and a punter. And Jolie is going to offer a session on Periscope. Jolie is the queen of Periscope. Um, as a knitter and a crafter and a small business owner, um, she Periscopes on all of these topics, Monday to Friday. She's really tapped into that um, format and has a lot of um, interesting followers on there. And um, she's going to be doing a, a little session on how to make the most of Periscope, how to use it, how to access the community there. Um, she'll give you a quick tour of all things Periscope and take your questions too. Um, whatever you use, want to use Periscope for, whether you want to sort of have a first sort of foray into it just for fun or you want to use it for business, this is going to be a really good session and that's going to be on the Friday afternoon 
I'm being very fast and loose with days and times here. I'm not being very specific um, for the reason that I, I this information is going to be available very soon. So I'm just giving you rough you know, days and times so you know what to expect. Jolie's session on Periscope is going to be really interesting and who better to find out this information from than the Queen of Periscope herself. Uh, as I mentioned there, she has recently rebranded from Jolie's Kitchen to Jolie Creates and has sort of changed how she um, podcasts um, and has has changed up how she for, you know gets her content out to you. And so you should check out if you've... Um, Check her out on YouTube. She's a YouTube channel, Jolie Creates, and do follow her on Periscope. You know, you can join Periscope without having to do any broadcasts. You can watch broadcasts and you can um, kind of get a feel for it. But definitely, if you're interested in learning how to Periscope, this is the session for you. On a Saturday, in addition to what I've already mentioned, we also have podcaster Nathan Taylor joining us in the podcast lounge. Nathan who has the Sock Metician podcast on YouTube, is a self-confessed double-knitting evangelist. Have you tried the art of double-knitting, or the dark art, as as uh, Nathan uh, calls it? Nathan designs uh, using this technique, and recently his double-knitting shawl, uh, 42nd in Lexington, was published in Vogue. He's going to be there, and he's going to be offering a session on double knitting and this technique and the he's you know he's going to give you demos answer your double knitting questions and generally show you why double knitting is his favorite thing to do with needles and yarn i am looking forward to this one i have wanted to learn this um, for a wee while so i'd be interested to see see the technique in action and i know lots of you like to learn new techniques so this this uh, session is going to be super informal. Drop in, ask anything, just watch, um, whatever you like. Um, maybe you're taking Amy Detchen's double knitting class at Edinburgh Yarn Festival over that weekend, or maybe you didn't get into it and you wanted to, and you've got more questions to ask, or you, you know, you just want to watch. This is the, these are the sessions for you. If you haven't watched the Sock Metician podcast, I do um, urge you to. Well, not now, obviously, because you're listening to me, but. I like the cut of Nathan's jib. Very funny and a really lovely podcasting approach. Um, so I'll put a link in the show notes so that you can find the YouTube channel. That was a bit of an impromptu edition, so um, we've got them in two shorter sessions, but hopefully um, that means that if you can't make it to the morning session, you can make it to the later afternoon. Also on the Saturday, we're going to have a very special trunk show and Q&A. And... I'm kind of keeping this a bit close to my chest at the moment, but we're going to have three Scottish-based designers who will be new to some of you, um, who are going to bring a small showcase of their work, and then we'll have a, me and Louise Hunt, or should I say Louise Hunt and I, uh, will have a chat with them in the sofa area, and I'm very keen to put uh, to get these three together and put a little spotlight on them in the podcast lounge. Um, and show off some of the fantastic designs that are coming out of Scotland and so if you're interested in um, attending this you've got questions to ask about ask our designers about any aspect of getting into design or, or um, anything like that um, then please join us on the Saturday afternoon um, Louise Hunt has a semi-regular section on her show called Designer Alley and so this is going to be 
we're going to do a little joint designer alley segment at the Edinburgh Yarn Festival uh, in the couch area and we would love you to be there and give us your input and ask loads of questions and next episode on the 11th of March which is the week before the Edinburgh Yarn Festival I will have loads more details for you on that it's going to be a very special afternoon in addition to that on the Saturday afternoon we have got Cathy Scott of Stitch Mastery, who you will remember last Edinburgh Yarn Festival came over to the podcast lounge and gave a wee gave a wee demo of her the app that she's working on, Knitter's Tool app, Knit Mastery. The app is very close to being ready. And Kathy's gonna be there with her testers on the Saturday afternoon. They're going to have versions of the app on various devices for you to have a play with. Kathy was on the Knit British podcast way back in episode 24, which is about a year ago now, talking about the app, talking about what a valuable tool it's going to be. Basically, it's a mobile app for interactive knitting charts and um, you can colour code stitches, change the colour palette, record, it records your progress as you go. It's a fantastic app. I should know. I'm one of the testers. So this is going to be a really great opportunity to get hands-on uh, with that tool. Um, is your appetite whetted? Well, that's not all, because both days, Friday and Saturday, from 12.30 till 2pm, we will have the podcaster meetup. And we're going to be joined by those podcasters that I've already mentioned, plus other confirmed podcasters are... Helen Stewart of Curious Handmade, Paula from Knitting Pipeline, the Americans are coming, well the American, uh, <laughs> how fantastic is that? Um, Lydia from Palmcast, as I have said, she's vending but she's hoping to come to the um, meetup, the Geeky Girls are going to be there, the Geeky Girls also will have another special crafty photo a day challenge for you. Knit Sonic's going to be in the house. I'm hoping that Rachel from Yarn in the City will be able to pop by. She is vending as Porpoise Fur. Fingers crossed she can make it too. And also Vero Pepperell from Along the Lanes podcast is coming. I'm so excited. I love her podcast. One of the only video podcasts I watch regularly. Awesome quality, beautiful podcast and style. She's got such a fantastic personality. I'm putting links in the show notes so you can find all of these shows, by the way. But I'm really excited that Vero is coming to Edinburgh and I hope that you are too. And also, I've just heard today that um, Kirsty from the Little Bee podcast is also going to also gonna be coming to Edinburgh Iron Festival and will be coming to the podcast meetup. So, lots of podcasters going to be there. We're going to have lots of fun. Even if you're uh, not so interested in the fun and party games. It's, the sessions are really going to be really interesting. It's going to be a lovely place for you just to sit and chat and knit. You're going to be very close to the blacker yarn stall. It's it's all a little bit too much. <laughs> As I say, I'm going to put all of the links to these shows in the show notes. Um, I always do show notes at knitbritish.net. Someone recently asked me if I could transcribe this podcast. Absolutely not. I really like you guys. You guys are fantastic. But do you know how long it takes to record and edit a podcast? Never mind write the show notes. I don't think. Having transcribed a lot at university, there's absolutely no way you would get me transcribing the podcast. But 
For those of you who are listening not via my website, i.e. from apps um, or podcatchers, whatever, if you go to www.knitbritish.net, you will find the show notes there. I know that um, myself, from listening to podcasts via the app, that I don't often go to the website as much as I probably should um, for that podcast but that is where all the show notes are and always will be and all the links are there too and that's where you'll find all the information. Lots of podcasters don't generally like doing show notes. I actually quite like doing show notes and I actually do quite a lot of show notes. I never just do links. Um, If I do um, it's once in a blue moon but I never just post links I always give context and tell you what I'm talking about so if you only listen via your apps and you've never visited please go and have a wee look at www.knitbritish.net you'll find a menu selection for podcasts and you'll find all the podcasts there you can also discuss the podcast lounge excitement over in the Knit British Ravelry group and in the Edinburgh Yarn Festival Ravelry group as I've just noticed that there is podcast lounge thread over there too. So please feel free to get chatting over there and and tell us what you're looking forward to. Can I also just say that the Nature Shades Along Chaps, uh, which I've not made mention of this episode, uh, we are going to be having a meetup um, it's not going to be on the main schedule of events that I've mentioned there, just in case you're wondering where do you guys fit in. That will be on the Friday afternoon from 3.30. Isla and I will post more about that later on, but we'll be meeting in the couch area, just so, just in case you're thinking I've forgotten about you. Edinburgh Yarn Festival is going to be awesome. Uh, it was awesome last year. It's going to be even more awesome this year. If you're a podcaster and you did not know that this was happening and you're coming to Edinburgh, drop me a line, louise at knitbridge.net and I will send you all the information out that you need. Maybe we should have a little musical break now because that was a, that was a lot of talking. Let's have a little break. We could have a musical break right now. Some guys like to die if a girl does them wrong And others lie awake and cry the whole night long Some people lose a baby, they just throw a fit But me, I just sit down and knit I'm gonna knit, knit, knit all day I'm gonna knit my blues away Well, if I'm feeling low, I knit a row Cause a fella needs his knitting just to ease his soul Well, hello, King Cole was a merry old soul Whenever he was feeling down he called for his needles and he called for his wool And he knitted himself a crown Why, baby? Ring a ring a roses A pocket full of poses Knit one, pearl one We're gonna knit right now Everybody's gonna knit Now listen to me You're all gonna need 24 one-ounce balls of purple wool You're gonna need 14-inch number 10 size knitting needles, all right? All right Now you take one needle in your right hand the needle in your left hand. You're all gonna knit a tea cozy, all right? All right, now here we go. Now you listen. You insert the right hand needle from the back to the front between the first and second stitches. On the left hand needle, you bring the front of the loop on the second stitch to the back of the work. Now knit the loop. Oh, I like that, baby. Then you knit the first stitch from the front of the stitch. You slip both stitches off the left hand needle and you repeat the row. Why, yeah! Wicked, 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 I like it. Ah, nice and easy. I feel it, baby, I feel it. 
on the left-hand needle and you leave it on the needle. Then you pull the first stitch on the left-hand needle, you slip both stitches off the left-hand needle, then you pull three more times, slip off the loop and repeat these two rows, then you knit two more on the left-hand needle, you slip off the loop, then you pull. Well, you know what I mean, there's a mean, mean man, so my gal away. I met him in the street and stood across his way. I looked him in the eye and said, now listen, you, you got any darning you'd like me to do? I'm gonna knit, knit, knit all day, I'm gonna knit. Maybe he can love her and can kiss her too But he can mend her socks like I used to do Come on now and knit that thing And watch the fun developing Just look at this great big knit One, two, three, we're gonna knit My baby gonna knit all day Say, probably not allowed to use it, but we needed a break. The most wonderful Blacker Yarns sponsor of the podcast lounge um, are just about to launch a brand spanking new yarn range. Tamar will be launched on Wednesday, Wednesday the 3rd of March and it will be at Edinburgh Yarn Festival too. So those of you who are making up your yarn shopping lists, you better add Tamar to that list. Uh, Tamar is described as a luster blend. It's made of a blend of Wensleydale, Teeswater, Cotswold and Black Leicester Longwool. And these long lustrous fibres are blended with 30% Cornish Mule Lambswool, which is a crossbreed uh, Welsh and Blueface Leicester. The whole silky, woolly symphony, as I like to refer to it, makes a very lovely yarn indeed. It's distinctive, shiny, silky, but it's woolly and drapey too. And I'm quite confident in telling you that it's a yarn quite unlike any other I've seen. And I kind of thought that as soon as I opened the postal bag from Blacker and it came out and I just looked at it and I thought... This looks incredible. Even before feeling it, I could I could safely say it was going to be a special yarn. And special for a number of reasons. Number one, uh, th- those long wool breeds that I mentioned all have vulnerable or at-risk status by the Rare Breed Survival Trust. And, you know, I'm always enabling you to seek out breed yarn from that, you know, list and do your bit to maintain and raise awareness of those rare breeds. And the fact that the four long wool breeds are all on that list um, is really important, I think, in terms of um, supporting our rare breeds. Uh, another reason why um, I think this is a special yarn is because Blacker have really considered how to get the best of these breeds in terms of making a knitting yarn that we all crave. The work that's gone into blending those long wools, which, you know, in a in a worsted spun yarn like this is, it can be a lean yarn, it can, it can lack the yield that we like in a knitting yarn. But by adding that soft, woolly um, mule into the mix this really adds you know that yieldy squishy wooliness that we all love but it doesn't detract from the silky lustrousness of the long wools either 
I was keen to get knitting uh, with it and I cast on a, a, a swatch right away and I cast on in the undyed double knit. There are two undyed shades. Uh, one is slightly darker. Um, this one is the Gwindra, which is the slightly lighter of the greys. Uh, hand squish grab of the ball. There's a nice little yield. The wool is really um, drenched with that luster, which looks like from the shade card, that the luster is not lost in any of the dyed shades. When I rub the skein against my inner forearm, which as I have mentioned before, that's always a really good place to get an indication of next to skin softness or, or if you are sensitive to the prickle test. Um, I'm rubbing it on my inner arm. There is um, a soft, almost creaminess, a creamy... Slight rusticness, I would say. It's not prickly at all. It's very soft, but I can feel the the long, soft fibres uh, of the long wool against my skin. And it's a really lovely handle, really lovely. When you look at the, the strand of wool, then you can see those lovely, soft, fine fibres uh, along the ply. And when I run my finger and thumb along the length of the yarn which is, I think, a better indication of how the working yarn feels in your hands. Um, I can feel a butteriness that... I'm doing it right now in front of the microphone, although you can probably get none of that. As I mentioned, there's a creaminess there, and that's and there's a real strength too. I can feel those strong, silky fibres, and when I try and break the yarn, oh, it's really strong. Can you hear that? I'm gonna try, I'm gonna try that again. See if that works. I'll yarn wrapped around um, my two fingers on each hand, and I'm pulling it. So there's a good, really good strength to this yarn, strong and silky. And when I was knitting with it, oh my goodness, I loved the feeling of the working yarn in my hands. It was felt like I was knitting really fast with it as well. I don't think I was knitting any faster than what I normally knit, but this yarn just flowed through the fingers really nicely. Um, again, it's worsted spun, so it's a, and so again, strength, kit and caboodle of that, of that spin, and um, it's gonna be hard wearing, I reckon. As much as it's strong, it knits into a really sort of drapey, refined fabric. I, as I say, I, I cast on a swatch and I made a vivid square from the Tin Can Knits, um, vivid blanket and pattern that has uh, you start knitting in the middle and you knit a sort of flower design which features lace and then you knit a garter edging and oh my god on that garter the pop of definition is just so satisfying it's it's a really really beautiful structured defined stitch uh, you know it's going to be a really lovely yarn for anything that you want to knit with structure uh, and texture but I also love how the lace looks in it as well I mean the yarn the fabric has got a very very light soft halo that does not detract in the slightest from the stitch definition or the definition of the lace and quite often you find yarns that have a halo can detract from that quite a lot it can sort of fuzzy that out a little bit but this definitely doesn't I blocked it like I said the resulting um, fabric is really quite drapey and luxurious 
Blacker are releasing several patterns to coincide with the launch of this yarn. And actually, they all play on that structure and drape theme. Uh, the Gwindra shawl has lovely garter and cable in detail with uh, lace edging. And the Pisky hat and mitts um, has uh, eyelet uh, and garter um, featured in it. But my favourite pattern, I think, is the Morwen stone socks. Uh, designed by Sonia, which have a cable design on them. But I just think this is going to be a really good yarn for socks. All those long wool yarns are perfect. And as I said, there's that strength in, in, those, in this yarn and the strength that comes from those, the long staple um, and the luster and the shine of, of those long wool breeds. It's just going to look incredible in socks. Blacker, just keep on impressing me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, making yarns which really speak of, of the beads that we have here in the UK and how they can be blended into superior knitting yarns, like this, they just keep getting better at that. And, you know, you're not going to find this blend anywhere else. No one else is, is creating a, a really special yarn like this. And Tamar is not only superior hand knitting yarn in terms of that but it's a yarn which you know supports our rare and vulnerable and at-risk sheep breeds and that's really important too it's available in wait for it 17 colors and there's the two natural greys as well they're going to be it's going to be available in double knit and in four ply and tamar comes in 100 gram hanks and so it's going to be like the standard um, 350 metres uh, for four ply, 220 metres for double knit. And it will retail at £14.70 per hank. This is, in my opinion, a really high end, high quality British breed yarn. Like I say, you're not going to find the likes of this anywhere else. Um, and a, a yarn that's been so... Um, considerately crafted and speak so much of where it's come from and what we as knitters, you know, the potential for what we as knitters want to do with it. I'm really excited by it. I can't wait to see more of it at Edinburgh and I'm sure that you guys are excited about it too. It launches on Wednesday the 3rd of March. I'll not put a link in the show notes because there's no nothing to link to yet, but you know that you can get it at www.blackeryarns.co.uk from the 3rd of March. What's even more exciting is that Blacker have given me a skein to give away. It's not even out yet and I can open a competition to give a skein away. How fantastic is that? Um... So what you need to do is go to the Knit British Ravelry group and find the Tamar giveaway thread and follow the instructions there to enter. I will be picking up the winner skein at Edinburgh Yarn Festival myself. So I'm going to run this competition until the Edinburgh Yarn, competition Edinburgh Yarn Festival probably and then announce the winner and post out the prize soon thereafter. Thank you so much to Sonia at Blacker for this awesome giveaway and for sending me some of that Tamar to play with. Um, again, this is a yarn that you're really going to want to get your eager knitting fingers on. There's a microphone right there. In 
got some British yarn news for you as well. Kettle Yarn Company have launched a new base this month. It's called Baskerville and it is 60% Exmoor Blueface, 25% Gotland and 15% Silk. Uh, this is another case of an incredible new blend of brilliant British fibre uh, that someone is doing really well and you can't really get it anywhere else. Uh, it's Exmoor Blueface is, of course, a crossbreed of the springy, crispy fleeced Exmoor Horn and our beloved soft fleeced Blueface, Blueface Lesters. Uh, the Silvery Gotland is from British Flocks and the Dash of Silk just seems to add to the silveriness uh, and luster and lightness of the fibres included. It looks a lovely, characterful yarn from the images. And I see that Clara Parks has reviewed it recently for uh, the Knitter's Review, where she says that every stitch was a pleasure. Uh, <laughs> as I say, a characterful yarn. It's described as toothy and um, grabby. And it's available in three gorgeous indigo dyed shades and one natural shade. And... Um, Linda Lenovic of Kettle Yarn Company. I've talked about her on the podcast before and her incredible uh, yarns. She's going to be at Edinburgh Yarn Festival. I don't know if she will have Baskerville with her because it's been it's a small batch yarn. It's spun in small batches, so it's only available when it's available and she's been taking pre-orders for it. www.kettleyarnco.co.uk and check out... Uh, Baskerville um, pre-orders it costs £24 and it looks like a really stunning yarn well done to Linda for championing uh, British breeds as she does talking about exciting yarn news I see from social media that uh, Joy the Knitting Goddess is gonna be launching a brand new custom spun British base very soon in fact She's going to have some at Edinburgh Yarn Festival, so you can be sure that I will be nabbing her at EYF to talk to her more about this blend. All I can say right now is that it's a blend of two British breeds and it's being spun by Blacker, so that can only be good news. And if you have a wee look at Joy's Instagram page, you can see that she's had some dyeing experiments already and it looks a very lustrous yarn indeed. In other news, before I round things up, I want to tell you about a cal that I'm joining in with tomorrow. Katja Frankel is launching her first ever cal and it runs from the 20th of February till the 30th of March. I've loved Katja's designs since I first started knitting. I used to buy a knitting magazine called Yarn Forward and this was before I really joined Ravelry. Um, unfortunately, the magazine has a well-publicised um, demise and downfall. But for a wee while there, it was a really incredible magazine and Catch's designs were featured in it quite a lot and I really became interested in her designs and her style. Always something of interest in her, her knitting patterns. And this cal is called the Anything Goes Cal and it means you can knit any of her patterns. And I think there are about 80-odd self-published patterns in, Ravel in her Ravelry store. Um, and, and I'm going to double dip. I'm going to knit something that I can also 
knit for the nature shades along so I'm gonna do uh, ritzy mitts and I'm gonna do it in natural double natural shades of double knit yarn I'm gonna do it instead of the chamomile hat which I sort of planned on doing for this cal but I, th I think it'd be quite nice to do these mitts because um, Katja actually gifted me the Ritzy Mitts pattern at last Edinburgh Yarn Festival. So it'd be really good to knit them for this Edinburgh Yarn Festival. In full disclosure, I should tell you that I actually do a little work with Katja. Um, but I'm letting you know about this cal because I think it would be of interest to you and I'm doing it. Um, so I'm not getting paid to do it <laughs> uh, or, t or tell you about it. I just think, think you'd be interested to know. And... Um, you might also be interested to know that until the 29th of February, uh, if you're taking part in this cal, you can get 20% off Catch's self-published patterns with the code ANYTHINGGOESCAL at the Ravelry checkout. So that's kind of fantastic and I'm really looking forward to that. Um, as I say, she's been designing for years, she's got some fantastic patterns, lots of accessories, lots of socks, hats, mitts, cowls. Um, shawls and lots of interest in terms of design so um, I'm look, really looking forward to casting those on and must go stash diving but I think I'll be using the yarns that I'd set aside for the chamomile hat oh that's the last page of mine on my notes um, this has been a bumper episode and so I hope you've enjoyed it <laughs> if you hadn't already got that feeling from the rest of the episode. I'm really looking forward to Edinburgh Yarn Festival and I'm really looking forward to seeing you guys there. And I hope for those of you who can't go that you can uh, enjoy living vicariously through us. Um, I don't have time to say hello uh, uh, and read out the hellos from the Knit British thread today, um, but a huge hello to all the new kids in the Knit British Ravelry group and to all of those of you who have taken the time to say hiya, to have, have, have posted in the hello thread, have sent me comments and um, sent me emails and got in touch over social media. It's really important to me that I bring you in to this podcast and, um, and say hello to you and acknowledge the fact that you have taken the time to say hi and pass on your your wool suggestions and uh, talk about British wool. And, you know, it's really important that I do regularly talk about you guys and read those messages out because, um, as I've said before, the knit, knit British community extends much further than Ravelry. Some of you aren't on Ravelry. Some of you aren't even members of Ravelry, you know. So it's really important that um, when you do reach out to me that I try and include it here. And I always do that at the end of the show so that if you're not interested in listening to the hellos and thanks, you can fast forward. Isn't that good? Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate you tuning in and for all the feedback and connections that we make. And I will be back on Friday, the 11th of March, one week before Edinburgh Yarn Festival. I will have a bit of Edinburgh Yarn Festival news for you. I'll also be having a bit of a look at whip assessment. It's getting to the time of year where I kind of want to spring clean the whips a little bit. So um, so hope you'll join me for that. If you are at Jolie Creates, uh, or formerly Jolie's Kitchen uh, Retreat in Manchester next weekend, uh, and you listen to the podcast, please come and say hello. I will be delivering a talk there about British Rule, and it would be lovely uh, to see you and say hello to you if you're going to be there. Until next time. Take very good care 
goodbye for now. Thanks for listening to the Knit British podcast. To find out more, visit www.knitbritish.net. You can email me louise at knitbritish.net. I'm on Twitter and Instagram as at knit underscore British. And I'm on Ravelry as Lira. Take care of that